The following program has been rated NSFW, so don't listen to it near a Christian, because they might explode. Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Bandleader, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. <laughs> oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. Jen, welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour. Nikki is on sabbatical this week, but in his place are Todd, Rob, and me, Lee. Guys, how are you? Swollen. I mean, swell. Very swell. <laughs> swell. <laughs> swell. He's all swole. I don't think you want to be a swole. I'm, anyway. I'm well. I'm good. That's awesome. Did you guys have good uh, holidays? Did you have good Christmases and Hanukkahs and Kwanzas and Happy New Year's? You left a boxing day, you bastard. Mm. You should have seen his match. He did. He had a, a match against uh, Heidi Klum. Uh, she, anybody would kick my ass. Heidi Klum would probably... I almost said something. something She's got Link. Almost She's got Link. Spoke. Don't don't misspeak. Don't misspoke. I almost said she would she would take me down in two seconds and be like, yeah, happily. But um, anyway, so that's not what Rude. I was trying to say. What? She's an attractive lady. She's Still an attractive lady. So. Not anymore. My question is, why the hell did I pull that name out of a hat? Uh, big fan of Seal. Clearly. Clearly. Huh? They're married. Really? Oh. Yeah, they've, okay. been, they've been married for thousands of years, I think. I'm not even sure I know who she is. That's why I'm trying to figure out why I pulled that name Heidi out of Klum? She's eight feet tall and blonde and a model. Like every other one. Every other Teutonic person. Can, can I give a shout out to Simone Williams, who set a Guinness World Record for having the world's largest afro at four foot ten inches in circumference? Do you object to that strenuously? Do I object that Guinness has to come up with every record for everything? Yes. No, no, no. I'm just giving congratulations, Simone. That's a lot of hair. (laughs) That is a lot of hair. She's only four feet tall herself, right? So I wouldn't know. It didn't say in the article. Small and bouncy. Heidi and Seal are divorced, by the way. No, fuck you. No, they're not. No longer. Don't break my dreams. Don't no longer me. the happy couple. Oh, and that, that, that allows that based allows on, your dream. Seal is now available. Based on that's true. He's a good looking guy. He's too tall for me, six seven. But uh, is that based on a QAnon? Seriously, power, how, how do I know all this power, about Seal? Power forward, kind of sad. Power but forward, right? QAnon's website is is saying that. I'm sure. Right. It is. It is QAnon's website that's saying that. What if Seal is QAnon? What if Seal is Q? I'm. I'd, I'd be because the language is Q. <laughs> <laughs> I think M is cute. M, cute or cute? M, uh, uh, yeah, M could be cute. I think Corbin Burnson was cute for a little while. That's Judy Dench. Come on, guys. What the hell? The young Judy Dench. Oh, not now. Judy Dench was M. That's what I'm saying. That's what she I said. That's what I was saying. M is Q. Yeah. I think Rob's. Uh, and John Cleese is doing stuff is off. right now. <laughs> John Cleese. No, John Cleese is the sheriff in Silverado. That's what so I was thinking. Because it's been so long, doesn't Kmart sound a little racist? I mean, I'm just know, throwing that out there. He's a great player for the University of Cincinnati for a while until he went to the Nuggets. <laughs> 
I've never heard him talk really though. No, maybe he is racist. So maybe you're right. He could sound racist. Could be. I have uh, to bring him on the show and see. Yeah, Along with Judy Dench. That's right. Oh, I I heard this thing weird thing on uh on um oh gosh. What's the NPR quiz show? Oh wait, 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 don't tell me. And supposedly uh Judy Dench and uh uh Crap! Not Ving Rhames, the guy who's in the um, in the uh, Tom Skerritt. Uh, no, 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 the old <laughs> guy, action hero, not Dwayne Johnson. Um, the guy who's also in Fast and Furious films, though. Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel and Judy Dench have this long-running Dungeons and Dragons game that they've played against each other for years and years. It's like, now I know he's a D and D player. I didn't know about Judy Dench. I yeah, can see it. She looks yeah. like an elf. <laughs> well, it's just weird how they, yeah, they, uh, got involved in one just together against each other. It's kind of funny. Anyway, actually, it makes them both a little bit cooler, right? I mean, I'm not a big D and D person, but if you, you know, I'm more apt to probably like those type those people, you know, as opposed to those people, Jews or something. So, not Jews. <laughs> Jews play Dungeons and Dragons. I mean. They're sure they're used to dungeons. So the Georgia runoffs are happening. Speaking of dungeons, and on what? Tuesday, never no. Jeez. And uh, Rob has already voted six times because he lives in Georgia, and Todd mailed in his vote because um, he once drove through Georgia. And uh, I uh, once saw Muse actually at the Tabernacle in Atlanta, so I've been able to vote as well. So. Hopefully, our votes will help turn the tide of whatever the tide is, the ocean. They're the in stands, Alabama. And stars and seas. That's right. So, Rob, you've you got boots on the ground or whatever that's called, whatever it is. Slippers. You live there. What's your take? Any chance that the Democrats could win one of the seats? Both? I think I mean, probably, obviously both. But. At this point, they're probably going to take both, whether they're now <clears throat> that's actually getting enough votes to win, does that mean that everyone's going to accept it without shitting themselves and starting yeah. lawsuits and everything? No. Will both of them end up taking the seats that were previously held by Republicans? No, probably not. Because the, the Republicans are going to get in the way and do... Okay. I'm shifting states just for a second because this doesn't make a fucking bit of sense to me. The <laughs> Texas governor is suing Mike Pence for election fraud because Trump didn't win. What the fuck? Well, it's because Pence refused to... His name was attached to a lawsuit to try to stop the... to try to discredit the results, and he he's done stuff since then, but my understanding is that that lawsuit, he stopped because his name was attached. So they were but pissed. they're suing at themselves. Oh, they are. No, they are. No, they're, they're not. Stupid. They're suing. The Republicans have, at this point, have nothing to do with the Trumpers. That's the thing. And yeah. the, the party is cannibalizing itself, which is spectacularly funny. So why are they suing to get Trump put back in if they don't like him anymore? Because he's got 70 million followers. That's the only reason they don't like Trump. They gut hate Trump, but he has votes. They want to stay in power. They don't care what it takes to do that. That's right. That's and all. That's what it's all about. I think the new governor of Texas is Steve Sarkeesian, if I'm correct on that. I believe you're right. Just got elected yesterday. 
So, for people who don't understand, the University of Texas football has hired Steve Sarkeesian as their next football coach. How many months does he have? I mean, years. <laughs> I think maybe, they'll give him maybe. four. Oh, oh, well, no, 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 no. You misunderstand the question. How long before he self-destructs? I'm not talking about how long they'll um, give him. Well, that's the sad part, you know, uh, yeah, is, is that because he, I think we've talked about this like previously Trump. years ago, is that uh, this is not a show of record. So the knowing people, when I lived in Seattle, knowing people that covered University of Washington, he had a drinking problem, Sarkeesian did, and, and a bad one. And, and, you know, not judging him for that. He did. He used right. to have a bottle of Patron in his drawer that he would keep there all the time, from my understanding. So I, when he went to Alabama, I was kind of glad he went to the University of Alabama because he became a, a coordinator eventually after becoming the whatever his weird title was. But Saban seems like a good dude, you know, for whatever, you know, you hate him because he wins so much. He's not a jackass. I mean, sometimes the way he answers questions, but he's he's actually he seems like a, a decent person. So I was kind of glad that Sarkeesian went to Alabama because Saban, you know, would be able to kind of keep him. Hey, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. I, I do worry when he goes to this humongous football community of University of Texas fan base, they'll all kind of implode a little bit. I worry about him personally, just from what I've heard from reporters who covered him at the University of Washington. So we'll see. I don't know. I wish him the best. I don't dislike Texas just because of Big Mike, right? I want them right. to win games. I don't care anybody about anybody else in the Big 12. They can win every game they play unless they're playing the teams I like. I don't care. I hope he does well there. I just worry about it. Yeah, it's it's okay to keep a bottle of Patron in your desk as long as it's the same bottle. Because when you're replacing that bottle every week or twice a week or whatever he was doing, that's that's an issue. So that would be great if he can straighten that issue out. Yeah. Anyway, but I have a feeling anyway. Yeah, that's that's my fear too. But uh, what needs to be straightened out is the Georgia runoff, so we need to have Democrats win, and we need to have fifty-fifty yes. in the Senate, and we need to neuter, um, you know, Mitch McConnell, Turtle Boy. Yeah. So the uh, go ahead. Speaking of Mitch McConnell, I love his his statement that they didn't the Republicans would not be bullied bullied into voting to help up for the Democrats, rich democratic friends speaking specifically of the $2,000. He wasn't talking about the large bill, the huge funding, but he was talking specifically about the standalone issue, $2,000 checks, which no one making over a hundred thousand dollars gets a penny. So where are those rich friends? It's like, it's such a blatantly stupid lie. And people swallow that. It's like, that had nothing to do with rich friends, which of course wouldn't include him at all. Uh, oh my God. It's unbelievable. Thing? The thing Trump said, of course, the $2,000 and, and people have, I've seen a lot of mostly probably Republican friends on Facebook who have posted memes about, Oh, you know, the Democrats didn't want the $2,000 until Trump. That's BS. The Democrats wanted far more. A while ago, they, they just knew they couldn't. Democrats pass. voted for that in April. Yeah, they just knew they wouldn't pass. But then Trump says the thing about two thousand. That's why he won't sign it. So I've tried right. to figure out exactly what he's doing. He's either trying to screw <clears throat> the Republicans who didn't back him after he lost, or this one I know. Okay, go for it because uh, I don't have an answer to this. 
what what he did was he said, yes, he wants $2,000 checks to go through. And he has tied like seven or eight other bills to it um, that are utter bullshit bills that have nothing to do with it, like uh, repealing net neutrality. Right. Or so, there, there's a net neutrality issue in there somewhere. There's uh, – I want to say there was a gun law involved. Um, all this other stuff that Republicans want to have passed, he's tied to the $2,000 checks. So if you want the $2,000 checks, you have to get all this other crap that no one wants unless you're a Republican in Washington. Gotcha. Meanwhile, so, our friends in Canada are getting $2,000 a month since March. Yep. Most, but it's developed Canadian, countries, most developed countries have been doing some kind of, I believe it's what, 31 yeah. countries have been doing a monthly uh, subsistence payment all this time. And... Most of them have nowhere near the economic impact that we've had, which is insane. And yet here they're fighting over two thousand or six hundred dollars a one-time payment. And well, yeah, the, yeah. the, the six hundred dollars that we may or may not have gotten, 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 whatever. Um, is this a Def Leppard song? It could be. <laughs> if you, I think someone worked it out that that works out to a dollar sixty-one a day. So for a dollar sixty-one a day, you too can adopt an American. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin, please help an American family. Call someone. Yeah, <laughs> I could actually see that. That's oh, the yeah. funny thing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I it's. It's funny because it's like they those countries no no country on earth is perfect obviously or has any any you know everybody agrees on the same thing but those countries still like Canada have still realize you know what we're still a country we're still here to help each other because that's the point of a country that's what countries do should do is, is help it? each other because we're is one it? thing should be that's that's socialist it is. I, it sounds silly, which, but it's, you know. <laughs> which, which people are so, uh, they're so, t- oh, socialism is like, you do know the root word is society, right? <laughs> no, they don't. Well, and the thing they is, don't. It's, they it's don't. the United States of America or it's Canada. You live in a country. Would you, I don't understand the point of not wanting to help someone else who, oh, America first or whatever. And then, That's it. Well, then like, they're still fuck. Americans. <laughs> They don't. They don't want to help someone else. They only care about themselves. I've got mine. I don't care about you. I mean, I've literally seen that. Literally seen that. Yeah. All like, over the place. You're horrible people. But Deplorable. Uh, it, yeah, we will get past that. Oh, and the whole thing. Is it uh, Biden's incoming communications director who made the nasty, hurtful, painful remark to the little snowflake Republicans? Called them a bunch of... Well, I guess she said fuckers, so I guess I can say it. And everyone is up in arms over that. It's like, ooh, all of a sudden your your feelings are hurt considering the shit that Trump has not said but done. Are you kidding me? Well, and you're in an communications director was Samuel L. Jackson. <clears throat> I believe that is the motherfucking truth. Wouldn't that be lovely? That would be awesome. My God. It should be the, the press secretary. You'd be beautiful. I, yeah, just... The, the incredible hypocrisy that, I mean, it's hourly, let alone daily, from these guys. Cruz backing Trump. 
It's like, let's see, he insulted your wife, he insulted you, said that you were engaged in election fraud, uh, called your father an assassin. So by all means, support this guy. How spineless is Cruz? What a little gutless bastard that he won't stand up for himself. And it's okay, he doesn't care about Trump. He, we all know he got hates Trump. But again, it's like, oh, Trump has followers. I want his followers, so I have to support Trump. It's like, the, be a freaking man instead of a scumbag. There's a, the optimistic thing, though, is that, you know, Trump has, has not been seen in public or maybe recently, but he wasn't for a long time. And he's still tweeting stuff. <laughs> but what we're, well, but what we're, what we're talking about more and more slowly more and more isn't trump it's the republican party yep i mean optimistically speaking as as a as a person who leans far to the left it's one of those things where it's like you know once he's no longer officially no longer the president we could just be looking at a, a shitstorm of a republican party because we will be some of them are some of them are decent people some of them are mitch mcconnell and they're gonna have to figure yeah. that out i don't have to figure it out for him and it's just yeah. a shit show you got okay. people like Romney and Sassy, Sasso, who are fighting for basically the soul of the party, which doesn't have much of a soul to begin with anymore. And I mean, before Trump. I heard that was a good movie. Though. Crazy. It is a very good movie. It is indeed. Okay, so Not Trump's fighting. New Year's Trump. party. I think right? it's a good movie, too. Yes. Did, did you hear about what he did is at his New Year's party at Mar-a-Lago? You mean who he did? No, no, no. no. What, what, what he did. He didn't even fucking show up. That's what he right. did. He wasn't there. Um, apparently, Rudy Giuliani and his kids were there, maskless, of course, because we don't right. want to cause a fashion incident. Well, they're all um, dead, actually, the vampires. So. And they were treated to musical guests, such yes. as <clears throat> Vanilla Ice oh. and someone resurrected Berlin. Yeah. That's, I hadn't wow. even thought about the band Berlin since Mike. 1986. And Mike Love's version of the Beach Boys, which is not the Beach Boys. Yeah, and all maskless. And one of the Florida state representatives is trying to put some legislation forward to have Mar-a-Lago closed because Good. it is the epicenter for the virus, which let's see. How many cases did Florida have over the weekend? 30,000, 31,000 cases over the two days. It's like fun. <clears throat> no problems here. Uh, Knoxville was number two in the country per capita for COVID cases, like almost a week running a couple weeks ago. A few days before, I think it was like the 28th was the last date I saw in Florida. It's like 20% of the tests were positive for the entire state. So it's gone down. That's good. Totally gone down. So we're in really good shape with with this virus, which it's just the flu is like, Yeah. (laughs) You people are insane. 358,745 deaths so far. Yeah, and how fast does it grow every single day at this point? Yeah, well, CDC is, which, by the way, Trump decided to tweet that the series, the CDC is putting out fake news because, of course, that's their job. That's what's so frustrating about this crap is all these people buying into one person, one person's version of reality. They don't listen to judges. Alternate reality. Nothing. They don't listen to anybody. They just listen to one person. It is unbelievable how screwed up these people are. When when he's clearly just a tool of the people who 
have him in their pocket. How many, he's just a tool. Hundreds of millions of dollars does he owe foreign nationals. And that, that would be okay, except for the fact that he's clearly in their pocket. Has he yet said anything about the Russian hack? No. Of their software system, other than to say, he's like, no, I think it was probably China. Like, dude, everybody says it's Russia. Everybody. Like, oh, no, it can't be. Because I owe them money. Putin's my, bu- my best buddy. I was like... His butt buddy? What, what did you say there? I said best buddy, but butt buddy oh. could be true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pathetic. Uh, Trump is pathetic, but I mean, the people who just listen and willingly swallow his swill, that's what's pathetic. Unbelievable. Yeah, I watched uh, Meet the Press, which I seem to watch every Sunday at this point. Probably because I'm usually either talking to you guys or writing and it's look i, I told you daylight savings kicked in so the football doesn't start for another hour <laughs> <laughs> but uh senator ron johnson actually a republican or a yeah, republican senator from wisconsin was on there today and he he had originally said you know he would just uh he's from wisconsin again he's not from north dakota but he had originally said he would whatever the results were you know they would he would hold to that, whatever it is. And then he sits, swent, since switched that to trying to pass through a bill to whatever and whatever. But he was on today with with Chuck Todd. And and Chuck Todd is, I like Chuck Todd, but you know, he, he did that interview with President Trump, what, several months ago. And I, didn't, yeah. I don't think he really did that much. But Chuck Todd today, I will say, wasn't taking any shit. Today, well, like, finally. Yeah, he's... He actually, the quote is, and this is from The Hill, which I saw, he told Ron Johnson, you're the arsonist here. So he, he was calling him out. He said, you and your colleagues have created the controversy, which is true. Yeah. Um, so we're now locked into a destructive, vicious circle. You made an allegation to, to Johnson, he was saying this, that there was widespread fraud. You have failed to offer specific evidence of what widespread fraud uh, there was, but you're demanding an investigation on the grounds that there are also allegations. I mean, he he went on and on and on. Johnson just sounded like a lunatic to me. Um, but he, Johnson's point was, oh, there's, mil- there's millions of people out there who who don't think the results are valid. Uh, who right. cares? Yeah, of course, there's always going to be. And then Johnson also said, for the last or since when Trump was elected, for the last four years, the Democrats have tried to say, oh, that it wasn't a valid election. Bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Sure, there's probably some Democrats who did. There's every group of everything is going to be some vast far wing part of that, you know, whatever. But sure. but the last time I remember hearing about election fraud was the thing with Bush and the dangling Chad, but yes. that's only because there were dangling Chads we could point at and go, look. Yes. I mean I've looked at several dangling Chads in my life. I'm I'm not proud of it. You gotta do what you gotta do to make money. But at the same time at that's this true. point. It's uh, and and some Scots too. I'll say that. But I mean, it's just like you know, it's at this point, Johnson bringing that up is just ridiculous. That that to me even showed how insane they are. It's like no, that's that's not the truth. Start speaking the truth. At least if you're, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna agree with Republicans most of the time, but I can at least appreciate their views if they bring some kind of logical argument to the table. You know what I'm saying? And this is not. They're just making up. Well, 
people believe that because Trump says it. That's the only reason they believe it. Like, I mean, there've been 59 lawsuits dismissed because there's no evidence, at least 59. Someone, a, an acquaintance on Facebook yesterday posted, Fraudbook has just shut down one of the fastest growing sites of 1.6 million in 17 days. Now it's just gone. Whereas Joe Biden is not my president. And he had a little clip of, is like, oh, Facebook is now 100% censored to people. You voted for socialism. So now you got it. So I looked up the group, Joe Biden is not my president, which was allegedly gone. It's like, oh, there it is right there. Like, okay, so y'all mean this page? There's the page. It's like, oh yeah, but, but, but the administrator opened another group. It's like, okay, so, but this page that the guy said is gone is still there. <laughs> Maybe the administrator did open another group, but the, the page that the guy is, says is gone is there. Todd, you spelled it correctly. Yeah, that must be the issue. <laughs> no, it's like, for God's sakes, stop. I mean, how do you fucking believe this stupid bullshit when the truth is right in front of you and you won't recognize it, you won't acknowledge it? Because it, it disrupts their word, weird little fantasy where they're the persecuted people. And it's like, Jesus, you're the least persecuted, speaking of white males, people ever on this freaking planet. And you've got this fantasy that, oh, everybody's against me. It's like, oh, because people finally want equality? That's what you don't like. You don't like the fact that you don't get to do whatever the fuck you want to do. You don't get to grab them by the pussy like your little hero says. <laughs> and that upsets you. They've taken your little toys away and you have to play like by the rules. And that's what scares you. Jesus, I'm so sick of these fucking bastards. Absolutely sick of it. And the problem is that's never going to go away. No, it's, it's not going to go away because we, we have, as you pointed out, white males are, they're, they're, they are the minority and have been for a long, long time. Yeah. And they act like the majority and the majority of people accept that that minority it has the power and is the majority. So, I mean, that whole mindset is going to be tough to overcome. No, not this. Yeah. I mean, we, we look at uh, Beth Harmon actually became the, the first female because of uh, Popovich getting kicked out of a Spurs game. Right. She became the first female. I, I mean, there's several females that could have coached in the NBA. And and I understand. I mean, we even we all like sports, but it's weird, you know, because we have only guys playing football, and that's what people—that's the most watched sport in the country. Mm -hmm. We only have we have the NBA and the WNBA. Nobody watches the WNBA. We watch the NBA. Major League Baseball doesn't have any females. Hockey, Na National Hockey League doesn't have any females. But we accept this, and we accept the fact that, you know, maybe it's in the back of our minds, but most people affect uh, probably except what they think is the fact that no female could play those sports. Well, that's BS too. It's just yep. a whole system. We've got females who can play lots of females probably could play any of those sports and, and be good, but we, they never get the chance. And that's, that's the problem. I mean, it's a whole systemic thing and, and it goes back kind of like the, the white male is the majority when it, they're not the majority. And we accept right. that fact and it's sad. And that's, that's not, not a liberal or Republican thing. That's just a fact. Yep. Throw in yeah. something similar while you're mentioning the sports and minorities thing. Uh, did you see where Major League Baseball officially recognized the Negro Leagues by saying, oh, look, it's those guys over there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're putting them in the record books and stuff, which I think is kind of cool. 
but it's going to change a few things. Like uh, they found Willie Mays uh, will we'll get now his, his home run total will not be 660 home runs. They know it's at least 661 um, because there's uh, when he played for who's at the Birmingham Black Barons, which will count now. Uh, but 25% or more of the box scores are missing, including his years with them. But we know there's a new there's a news article that said he hit a home run last night. So we know there's one. So his total went up. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the problems with with yeah. that. And I'm, I'm really happy that they've done that. But the records just aren't there. Uh, Josh Gibson will be the single season highest batting average uh, leader with 446, which is what 26 higher than Napoleon Lajoie's record. And how many home runs does he have? You know, they don't have a total on that. But that's the thing is that, like Todd was saying, can't really. Gibson Gibson may have more than than Babe Ruth or Hank Aaron at this point. Yeah, or that bomb guy. Well, actually, I've heard that he had somewhere around. There's a a legend slash rumor that he had 900, which would put him over Sadaharu O even. Yeah, and he may well have. I'm so, I'm good with that. Fine, yeah. you know, keep looking for the box scores. I'm game. How many wins does Satchel Page have? Oh, Jesus Seven, Christ, seventy-five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he, he pitched what complete games in a triple header yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Gave up the one home run to O, and then that was it. So. <laughs> Satchel freaking Page, my God. Yeah, I saw that too. I was happy that they did that, but then um, I didn't. Uh, your point is extremely valid and important because I didn't see any anything else about that. And the point is that first of all, you have to you have to prove what you see in whatever facts you can find are correct, and then how many can you actually find? So it's like I don't know how much it's actually going to change stuff. We assume that Josh Gibson has. 11,000 home runs and Satchel Page has 75,000 wins, but unless we can prove it is the other right. thing. I, I do think it's great. I think it's a fantastic step in the right direction, and we all love baseball yeah. and wish those were actual stats that we could have already had and all the yeah. Major League Baseball white-only prior to Jackie Robinson were irrelevant, but they're still relevant because we just don't have the facts otherwise. Yeah, there's been a lot of people researching Negro League stats for for decades, but I mean, now hopefully Major League Baseball can throw a lot of money towards it so more people can work at it. There, or there, a lot of the same people can continue, but with more tools, that would be terrific. Oh, and the Cleveland Indians are changing their name finally. We don't yeah. know to what yet. I, here's the thing about the <clears throat> here's the thing about the Cleveland Indians. This is going to sound it won't sound uh, left, but Indians to me is not it's it's not a good name i'm not saying that because they're native americans and indians historically speaking didn't exist on this continent they were in in india well yeah in the west indies basically so uh and and india and things like that so we didn't have indians um but at the same time the the term indian is much less offensive to me than Redskin is. Absolutely. So yeah. they, so they should. I, I'm glad they're changing their name. I, I wish they'd go back to the Spiders, but nobody seems to like that. Thank I think that's you. That's a really cool name. Th- th- two two votes. Two votes. It was a, three votes. It's a cool name, of course. But yeah. that's historically like the worst 
baseball team ever. So yeah. uh, Browns. that's why they're going away. No, the spiders were Did the spiders really change that much once they became the Indians. Though? I mean, yeah, I know <laughs> that. Yeah. I, I wish they would go to the spiders, but, and I am with you is like, but then again, is it really, is it our choice as to whether or not, well, it's not our choice. It's the owners of the Indians, but <clears throat> as to whether that's a, an offensive term or not. I mean, I know what you're saying because Redskins is definitely a pejorative term. Indians, not so much, but, but if Native Americans don't like it, it ain't my place to say, oh, they should keep yeah, it. Yeah, but are they changing the name? Because if we change our name, that's a lot of money making coming to us because we're going to have change of people buying jerseys exactly. and all that kind of stuff. And that's what we were talking about when, you know, why the Dan Snyder was fighting the Redskins name changes. Like, dude, this is a freaking gold mine. Are you st-? clearly he's stupid? I mean, just look at look at the Washington football team over the past under his ownership. He's clearly not uh, exactly a genius, despite the fact that he's a billionaire. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to make a crap ton of money, especially with Cleveland fans. The fan base, just me, the, the fan base that Cleveland has in general, they're making a lot of dough. Yeah. So I can totally see why they bet, man, they're missing the boat if they don't go with Spiders. Spiders is an awesome name. Yeah, and I don't, I don't find Braves offensive. I mean, because, you know, I mean, that's Native American thing to you, but it's, it's, it's still, I don't like the Braves. But I, 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 I get, get how the Chief Wahoo and Naga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Symbolism, right. Those I get. The, the name the, of the, the team. Themselves. Right. Right. Agreed. Or Chiefs or something like that. I mean, there's nothing, nothing offensive about that. <clears throat> well, I mean, the word brave, what is the word brave doesn't exactly mean craven and cowardly, does it? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's a, it's a recognition of of brave of bravery um and again not really our place to talk about that but it ain't redskins that's the thing yeah it's it's our place to talk because this podcast yeah. is only that we listen to oh so. we can talk about it for sure <laughs> i mean i i find i find uh the ucsc banana slugs offensive i mean banana slugs are hard working oh. insect that's and, because you know. because you are a banana slug and it's a symbolism. Have you seen their mascot? It's kind of offensive to banana slugs. It makes them look like they're lazy, and clearly they're not. They're having to yeah. slug a lot of things. No, and eat lazy. bananas. They're lazy. I mean, the Cleveland Indians is is like the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame because they are the Fighting Irish, not the Irish. They're the Fighting Irish. Fighting, which... fighting mix might be a little bit more offensive. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> now, although they weren't fighting very hard on New Year's, were they? <laughs> Well, actually, I, I watched it. I thought they put up a pretty good game. And and, and one did. reason I'm I'm shows a little bit late recording today is because I was up watching the Tar Heels lose. Although they led going into the fourth quarter, but yeah, watched the fourth quarter of that game. You know, they were missing their besides Sam Howell, the quarterback. They were missing yeah. all the talent they were missing is ridiculous, and the fact they were even in that game was kind of a thing to be proud of because they going into the game, they had, if they had been, had all their players available, they had a thousand yard receiver. They had a, a first team all American linebacker who opted out and two running backs that both had over a thousand yards this year. Crazy. They were all, they were all opt, opted out and I don't blame them because they all went pro yeah. because that's the day and age we live in. But right. When you took away those players, the quarterback was the leading rusher, and the next leading rusher that they had available had 156 yards on the season because he never ran the ball. 
So it's like they still led 27 to 20 in the fourth quarter. It's like even that alone. If they'd had those players available, they would have annihilated that Texas A&M defense. But, you know, it's the day and age we live in. So it is what it is. Homer. No, true. And even in the fourth quarter, I mean, two plays. If they had made two catches, games very, very Catch or tackle, yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I like Mac Brown. He's totally turned that program around. And the, that's the first major bowl they've been in in 70 years, which sounds ridiculous because they've had a lot of talent, but major bowls are major bowls. But going forward on fourth and one inside Texas A&M territory with over two minutes left and all three of your timeouts, I thought was a mistake. Got to punt the ball. What was the deal with the third and one play before that? It was like, I, I what don't. happened with that play? Like, <laughs> what the hell, man? They have a great scheme, but sometimes they get locked. They, they yeah. almost like the Seahawks. They get locked into we need to pick up this yard instead of what if we pick up fifteen on this play, yeah. you know, and open things up. But I don't know. That, that but, yeah. play did not work. Did you guys uh, watch any of the any of the college football playoff game? Because Alabama running back had that one ridiculous. The backup, of course, who's probably going to be a yeah. thousand yard rusher in the NFL, had that one ridiculous run where he leapt over the guy. Yeah, they always are. He pulled a Chris Carson. Um, it's, what, it's funny. Donna said that. She said, oh, I look like DK Metcalf. I was like, actually, I look like Chris Carson doing that because he's. Yeah. Chris Carson is the one who's like, oh, I think I'll leap 18 feet in the sky over you. Um, that was quite a good hurdle. I watched some of that and I watched some of. <laughs> I watched some of the surprising Ohio State demolition. I guess. Yeah, I didn't see oh, any of that one. I wonder if. I wonder if Debo is regretting saying Ohio State was the 11th best team in the country. Um, which actually he didn't say that. He ranked them 11th and he explained, well, I can't put them in the top 10 because they haven't played enough games. But I guess they well, played actually, when he ranked enough them, yesterday. They weren't going to play. That's the thing. <laughs> right. He ranked them even when they weren't going to play any games. So it was actually a sign of respect. Yeah. I, I mean, Debo seems like a decent guy. He runs that he program like he's in the military or something, which is his right because he's a college football coach, right? But, yeah, they just, man. It'll be interesting. It'll be a good game. Alabama and Ohio State. Because I think it could be it could be 60 to 53, <laughs> realistically speaking. Yeah, it could be. Crazy. Okay. <clears throat> I want to ask you guys about a, a, a football question, which is rare for me because, yeah. I that's, you're a Rams fan. that's the Rams logo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, the, Al, Alvin Kamara. Camera. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Kamara. On Christmas Kamara. for the Saints had six t- rushing touchdowns in a game and was then fined $5,000 for wearing red and green cleats on Christmas. Yes. All that. What the fuck? Come on, man. I saw that. Rob, you know, it's the no fun league. Come on. I man. know. Why yeah, that's, that was ridiculous. I'm shocked it was only 5,000. I guess that was the Christmas present. It should have been 25. The, the funny thing is that after he scored those six touchdowns, Butch Jones in the next or yeah, in the next game was actually trying to find a way to not start him. <laughs> that's a that's a Tennessee. So Kamara played at Tennessee. Tennessee. And uh and didn't start until the the well, it didn't start until the the other running back's mother first got arrested in the stands and then he decided to transfer. And then it's like, Oh, you know what? We have this guy who's probably a hall of fame player. Let's, we should play him. Butch Jones, a fucking idiot, man. It's like, <laughs> why would you not start that guy? It's okay. like, because you, Butch you Jones mentioned an arrest players. Did you hear about Mike Richardson? 
I didn't. I lost both of you on that. No. The former Chicago Bear, apparently from the 85-86 Super Bowl shuffle team, right? Um, He was arrested in association with a homicide in Phoenix where they believe that he shot a guy named L.A. Mike over $200 worth of cocaine. $200? Is that bad, Mike? Is that like a a little dust? Can you see? Can you see? Okay. But the, the, I, I read more into this article and it was, uh, you know, oh, he played from the Bears from 83 to 88 and he won the Super Bowl and he was in the Super Bowl shuffle video. And he was, was supposed to be sen- uh, sentenced to 13 years in prison. But Mike Ditka stepped in and said, no, he has a good character. And so he should be out. And so they let him go. But that was it. it the 13 year prison thing was on his 21st drug conviction. Wait, Mike Ditka is still alive. Well, in 2008, he was when this happened. Oh, for some reason, I, I missed that part. I thought you were talking about like, yeah, it just happened or something. No, no, no. This one was back in 2008 when he was arrested and convicted for the 21st time. He doesn't have a good character. But he was he arrested has, again just, this past week for homicide. He's persistent. He's, he's persistent. persistent. I mean, that's. It's like a good umpire versus a bad umpire. He's just one of the same call the same time. If he's 21, that's fine. At least we know what to expect from him. Nothing wrong with that. Persistent, dedicated. Come on, man. That's right. He's he's very. That's the guy I want behind me if I'm in trouble. Unless, of course, he's got a gun. Well, I don't have 200 uh, bucks worth of uh, cocaine. Yeah, you probably do. Just 180 bucks. But not 200. It's funny because I've never actually been around any hard drugs in my life. I, I should probably say that because it's like there's a lot of people out there with drug problems. And then, yes. yeah, I probably have too much. By the way, starting Monday, I'm going at least five straight days without alcohol. So we'll see how that goes. So next Sunday's show, I might be like, you fucking idiots. I mean, <laughs> don't blame me. But, but I've never been around any hard drugs at all. I've like never seen cocaine or heroin or anything. And I'm sure there's other people out there. It's like, they have to live with that every day of their lives. So I don't mean to dismiss them at all. It's, you know, usually if it's like that, there's probably something else going on. Probably. So, but, but at 200, $200 and even in 2008 of cocaine sounds like, sounds like nothing. So it seems, that seems weird. I mean, because his 18th arrest, if I remember correctly, $1,800 worth of cocaine. So maybe he's going down a little bit. He's getting clean. Wait, is he still alive? I should, we should say that too because it's 2008. Mike Richardson. No, that was, the arrest happened this past week. So from 2008, or the no. two, the 2008 thing was Mike Ditka getting involved. The 2008 thing was Di- Mike Ditka. Getting <laughs> okay. Gotcha. We'll get you there eventually. Well, where did Butkus come in? Was that like uh, the 19th arrest? Was that okay? So I haven't seen Tenet yet, but this sounds like the plot of Tenet. Is this the plot? It of could Tenet? be. Sounds a little bit like we're going back in time. <laughs> Only the antagonist is Mike Ditka. Well, I guess he's the. He's, he wouldn't be the antagonist. I guess that would be. We don't even know if the antagonist in this story is Mike. He'd be Richardson. the contagonist. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be that would be Trump pulling the con. That would be funny. That would be funny if Rob stumbled onto something where Donald Trump sold two hundred dollars worth of cocaine to Mike Richardson. 
No one would believe it. Well, okay, Republicans wouldn't believe it. They'd believe it if it was one of the sons, but not uh, not not Trump himself. Donnie Jr. What? Or yeah, Donnie Jr. Actually, that, that would make sense. Make okay, since we tripped over that anyway, you want to go with a really <laughs> stupid headline? Sure. sure. This this week. Uh, Samuel Little, believed to be America's worst serial killer, dies at age 80. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. By worst, the same I mean... for the Broncos who just died? Yeah, it is. That was Stuart Little. <clears throat> Little. Was small, white, long tail. Yeah. My when, they say was, worst, when they say worst, do they mean he's accomplished at it? Or, or? That, that, that was my thing. I was like, yeah. he, he tried to kill 17 people, but he kept tripping over the nightstand. Uh, Wait, how many people he was, did he kill? Sounds I'm like a prolific. Movie. Prolific would have worked. Apparently, he Mike Richardson-like is what you're saying. Mike Richardson-like is what he was doing. He was yeah. Mike Richardson-like. They, they think he may have killed over 100. Yeah. Including Mike Richardson. Yeah. And Stuart Little. But that's a horrible headline because I ha- actually went, all right, I'll read it. How, how did he screw all these serial killings up? Sounds, Thinking, sounds oh. like an NFL writer wrote that headline. Look, basically he's ending lives. He's like a closer in baseball. You can't be perfect. He's a closer. I mean, if you can get to that level <laughs> percentage, I apologize to anybody out there who's been killed before. Especially by Stuart Little. Oh, that reminds me. 2020. What a great year. The show House. You guys have seen it, right? Yes. Ish. Okay. The one where they take an old house and they remodel it and then they sell it. Yeah. Good show. No, that that's a, that's a quality program. But I'm I'm we're looking for new shows to watch. Yes. And House may be on the list. House is yeah. very good. Yeah, it is. House is very good because the protagonist is the antagonist at the same time with That's himself, true. which is sometimes fun. at the same time. Yeah, almost always at the same time. Weird show, but fun show. Hugh Lawyer was at some point involved in Stuart Little, right? I'm not insane. I believe he was. Yeah, he was the I'm, dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, what was the wife? Five years where he uh, had thousand yards rushing. Yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. good. It's worth like at least $5 million in today's NFL. Or $200 in cocaine. Yeah, true. Mike Richardson. If he was a running back, I don't know what he played. That's it. Thanks for listening. He, he, he played uh, Mike Titka for a chump, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>